Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You want to know the real power of Mark Madness? It could actually take the Commanders off the air for an hour. It did, yeah. We had an hour-free Commanders radio here on the Burgundy and Gold Today show because of the power of March Madness. But let it be known, a lot of activity in, in uh, movement in the National Football League. Um, the, the most often asked question as I – Parade around the DMV. How we doing? <laughs> and I think we're doing well. I'm pleased. I, I I don't have any gripes about where we are in the offseason thus far. They've hit a lot of needs. Yeah. If nothing else, right? They've hit the need areas. I mean, we'll find out the players themselves or the right people. But they've hit a lot of needs to the point where I think they've put themselves in a position on draft night where they don't have to feel like they're locked into, oh my God, we're so desperate at this position kind of selection. You know what I mean? Which is a good place to be because, you know, they were last year, they felt they were able to, you know, play the board a little bit and, you know, move back and obviously pick up some extra assets and then get the guy ultimately that they wanted in Jahan Dotson. So hopefully this year, you know, have similar options, but I mean, there's still room for offensive line help. I think there's still, Certainly cornerbacks you got to oh, think yeah. about. You know, I mean, there's just there's a lot of areas they could go still. You haven't mentioned linebacker yet. Yeah, that too, if, if you think they actually care about the position. <laughs> but they may not, and right. they may not. I mean, that if they just the way they play. Seattle, you're right. right. They play two at a time. That's, That's it. Right. Or one. And I think we, we have to educate the public. I think even – I know because my mind doesn't get into it. We run an unorthodox defense. We're doing a little bit of Buddy Ryan – which I love. I love the fact that you're not cookie cutter. Right. We're not 4-3 or 3-4. We run more fronts and different fronts. I think it makes you prepare differently. You don't right. have it, those cards drawn up. So I think Del Rio is brilliant for going to that. But you got to have the people to fit it. And Cameron Curl, I'm not at ease until I know he's locked up. Yeah, I think, you know, in terms of the offseason um, long-term deals, that's got to be real high on the list of the next guy, right? I mean, Tim or Sweat, I think you're the only two people that really are on, you know, on the radar right now. Yeah, and, and I will say this with Mascow. 
the offensive line coach because we weren't together yeah. when that last happened. That's a huge shot. I have unbelievable respect and admiration for the, the job that he's done and will continue to do because he gets results. I love being at practice watching him work his unit because he reminds me of Bugle. Right. You know, and he's kick-ass guy, and those guys are going. But here's what I needed to know. Who's running the offense? Eric Bieniemy is running the offense. And Eric Bieniemy should pick everybody that when he closes his eyes at night, he sleeps peacefully because he knows they're all his people doing it his way. I respect it. Well, one of the um, – yeah, that was – just the timing of it was weird. I'm not really surprised there's turnover on the staff, but I am the timing was strange, Agreed. right? And maybe that was just a, hey, I'm going to give this a try. You did the combine together. You're like, yeah, not a good fit. This is not a good fit for us. we gotta, we got to move on. And better to do it then than, say, August, which is what happened last year oh, that, well, that, with that uh, was the a, defensive yeah. line coach. But he did it. Get Ron credit. No, now. he did do it. Yeah, and like, it hey, look, sure C- wasn't easy. CEO did it. He got that job done. I will say this about Masco. When you're that solidified and, and he's so good at what he's done, that I think when you start bringing in free agent pieces, one of your guys now is out. Because right. the guys he coached, that's family to him. Sure. These new people, he don't give a damn about them. That's fair. But for Eric, he bringing in old family. Right. So I could sense that would get me. Right. I'd be holy slim. You know, I'm going to pull for my guy. It, it needed to change. And, and I'm glad that that uh, CEO allowed it to happen, and that it went peace. And by getting fired, ching, ching, he, yeah. gets, he gets paid. No doubt. By the way, um, I thought it was a good pivot, too, mm-hmm. to to Jacoby Brissett. I think uh, last time I was on was uh, with Big yeah, L we, yeah. before the Linnell tournament Wednesday. Willingham. Yeah, and we were yeah. um, you text him lately? Uh, pontificating on who it could be now that Heineke was out. Yeah. And, you know, Brissett to me was Gardner Minshew. Like, those are the top two guys at that point. I'd say, yeah, either one of those guys. I didn't want Gardner. But Gardner Gardner. would bring a sort of a celeb. There you go. Yeah, kind of thing if you're worried about that stuff. Then we got mustaches. Then we got, (laughs) once again, we become Notre Dame. I don't want to do commercials. I don't want to be Rudy. I don't want to do anything but win. And But Gardner, I like his style. And it really looks more like Howell. It really is a more clone to Howell. But uh, I just can't do the fanfare. We I don't want to be noted for anything in this town, but for winning. Well, the interesting thing about Brissett is, you know, even though he he's here and you know got a good uh, contract to be here, he almost wasn't here. I mean, if you caught the Atlanta uh, Atlanta press conference, Taylor mm-hmm. Heineke two days before leaving thought he was staying. I mean, he he, he was ready to st- resign here, and then you the sure? Falcons upped it. Oh, okay, and then he was like, okay. Then the commanders did not match at that point, and he was out. I would have had no problem with Taylor, but I prefer Taylor to cut new lawn, get paid, sure. and go play because, again, I don't want to be a novelty. I don't want people like old time. We're going to old town and go down and get some coffee. And No, no, no. I don't want nothing other than the scoreboard and the game to be we talk about and we win. I don't want to be Rudy. I don't want to do nothing. Other than beat the opponent on the field. All that. All that being said, Brissett versus versus Hal. I mean, I obviously, Brissett's got a huge game experience mm-hmm. advantage. Mm-hmm. You know, actually played well in his opportunities. I agree. And some crappy situations too with some crappy teams. Agreed. Uh, but has has been good. I just you know again, I think this is going to be one of those ones that tie probably goes to the 
incumbent type of situations. Like, I think yeah. he's going to have to really knock him out. Yeah. Or, you know, knock them out in order to be the starter. And I'm good with that. Yeah. Even if it's all, if it's a tie, I'm going with how, going with the guy that I've got most invested in that that one game, had it been against anybody other than Dallas, I would not have given it the credit that I did. They're damn good on defense. We can joke about them and do all you want to do. Not, they give everybody fits, and he didn't blink. Yeah. And all I'm saying is that if that's him coming out of the blocks, I'm willing to go with that if he has the kind of offseason, which I know he will. But now if he gets nicked, I don't slip my wrist. Right. Now I go – actually, I go veteran. I got more experience. And then, you know, from who, uh, for those of you that don't know, he's on the roster. Yeah. And I'm going, okay, has played big time. What does that mean? Well, we'll see. I want another one. If they draft in the fourth round, I would give them a high five for that. I want a quarterback room that's completely different than last year. Well, you're going to get that outside of Hal. I mean, and I'm like, look, when you take Brissett on a one-year, you've certainly not eliminated the idea of drafting a quarterback. I'm with you there. You could certainly still do that. But this guy's played 76 games. I mean, think about that. I mean, Taylor, for, you know, played the last two years, but he didn't play at all before that. I mean, and this guy's played a 76 games since, you know, 2016, you know, with the Patriots, obviously a ton of years with the, like four years with the Colts. I'm good with that. You know, I think it's that there's, there's definitely some benefits to it. I'll just be interested to see how they divvy up the, the work. You know, it's one thing to say, Hey, he's QB one, but we're going to do a competition, but you know this, you go out there and see the practice. practice. Like who's running with who, who's running with the ones, right? Who's getting the majority of the reps. Cause you can't, it's tough to equally split them for a younger player. And both of these guys will, in theory, be in a new offense. You can't, and that's the whole key to it, to be enemy, change. It's not like one guy's coming in. Whoever feels the best, somebody might get a hangnail. Here's what you don't want. You don't want a Charlie horse that keeps you out a couple of practices because you right. could literally yeah. give it up due to the injury. But here's the deal. Game is going to show us something. And as much as they want to water down preseason, hopefully we'll get a chance to have another good preseason. And if CEO Ron continues to be, and he's a man of his word, we're going to have a scrimmage Yeah, against a real football team. That'd and it's nice, going to be right? a little physical. And, yeah, and, and somebody's going to haul off and hit somebody, and Ron's going to lose his mind over that. And, he, and he's rightfully so. That shows order. And he understands that's the military side, orders everything, and he does a great job at that. And so, but I need us to play somebody because we need a fast start. Yeah, no doubt. You can't uh, again. You can't be uh, looking to have a perfect November after digging such a huge hole for yourself in September and October, which has been too often the case uh, here so far. All right, there have been um, some more signs that uh, things are headed. Towards a sale, matter of uh, when, not if. Question is, how quickly could it all get together? I guess it depends on what you want to believe. We'll talk about that coming up on the other side. Uh, and somebody else in uh, the NFC East made some noise over the weekend. We'll get Ooh. to that as well. Ooh. Your favorite team. Oh, the Dallas uh, Cowboys. We'll get to that as well. It's Burgundy Gold today. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. One, two, three and to the four. Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the door. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Burgundy and gold today with Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Tom Lavera, the legend of the Washington Times columnist, also a, a frequent guest, co-host, carrier of all things Kevin Sheehan podcast, uh, will be with us at 2 o'clock. Guts behind that whole operation. Well, I mean, he carried the, the little show called The Sports Fix for a bunch yeah, of years. Oh, no question. A bunch of years. No question. Yeah. Got other guy rode his coattails all the way to a morning show here by yeah. himself now. Yeah. Um so anyway, we'll uh, we'll get to Tommy at that point. Tommy said some interesting little notes about the uh, commander's um, ownership situation um, and uh, sale. Uh, I thought it was fascinating over the weekend. A uh, an old name uh, from DC sports fame. The guy's done a few other things in his life too. Um, how Michael Jordan could be involved in all this? Yes, I said Michael Jordan. So we'll let Tommy uh, break that down. For it's his story to tell, oh, not one mine. Of the reasons why he's kind of let getting out of the perhaps, ownership position. Perhaps, perhaps. Are you serious? Okay. Uh-huh. okay. So Tommy's got some interesting stuff on that. All right. So there was Saturday night. I don't know. It was like people were either like still drunk from St. Patrick's Day or something. There's a lot of tweeting going on about a intimate, uh, you know, a uh, quick sale coming up with the Commanders and all this stuff. Obviously, uh, it was two days ago. Nothing's happened yet. Um, of course, the thing would still have to be approved by the owners a week from today when the owners' meetings start. I mean, so it's anything quote unquote quick is that quick. I mean, there's still a vetting process and all these other things, and you know, money has to change hands and keys have to be changed, locks. I would suppose <laughs> all the facilities uh, before it's all handed over to whoever uh, ends up being the new owner, whether it's Josh Harris uh, and his his group, or uh, if somehow Jeff Bezos were to come in and, and shock the world, or, or you know. Uh, for was it uh, the guy for the Houston Rockets? You know, anyway. Yeah, but you're you're an insider. What's your gut tell you? I would say the Harris Group looks to be making a lot of moves. That makes me feel like they're in they're in the front right here. Mm-hmm. Since the other guy's been frozen out, you know, since he got the most dollars, has not been able to participate so much. So mm-hmm. I, that's would be my guess. It would be just that a guess at this point. However, nothing's happened. But I did think uh, there was some actual news that came out this weekend that was fascinating that does show that again this thing's headed towards a sale how quickly remains to be seen but it's headed this direction which is the bonus money ben standing had this in the athletic has been 
written as such for Deron Payne and, and some of the other contracts, but in particular Deron Payne, uh, that it's a little further down the road than it normally is, which makes you think, hey, I don't want to have to spend this money on the way out, which is what my point had been the entire offseason prior to free agency. I didn't, I felt that that could be something that would hinder this team. But in if it is structured as such, then obviously it's not this guy's problem if he's already sold the team at, by that point. So I thought that was kind of interesting, and apparently some people that have been involved with contracts in the past uh, told Ben in his story for The Athletic the same thing, that that's a pretty sure sp- sign that, you know, probably something is in the works. So, anyway. Yeah, I have all every reason in the world to kind of believe that. I'm never going right. to count the guy with the most money out. He's never out. Yes. I mean, right. to me, that's a coy. Right. That's crazy, right? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it, it's um, – but it's good. It would be great that if it happens in March, if it's going to happen, that we don't put ourselves at a disadvantage. Right. That's what I would be concerned yeah, about. I don't right? want to be put at a disadvantage. And then, you know, here's the thing. Like, how quickly this person or this group, have you look at it, wants to hit the ground running, right? Are they going to come in and, you know, get the lay of the land? Or do they already have some decisions they've figured out on their own, right? They have people ready to jump in uh, and do jobs that are already filled here, you know, and there'll be immediate change. would, would be interesting, too, uh, to find out. So I, I think there is... You know, there's a couple ways to look at it and say, well, it's kind of late in the process. But then you say, no, it's not. Actually, if it's March, April, it's not that late because the season doesn't no, start till right. you know, till uh, September or, or August in the case of the preseason. You got enough time to do whatever you need to get done. Right. I mean, there's no excuses on that. And um, I think what a lot of us would love to see is reaction on opening day. Yes. If this thing is done and it's out and you're moving forward, I think it would be almost like a person being in a coma for six months and they wake up. I mean, it's going to be the most exciting thing you've ever seen. Pre-game and post-game show availabilities will be hard to beat. Well, as we've discussed before, I mean, there's just a lot of folks that have checked out. You know, they've said, I'm out. You, You can wake me up. You're not going to fool me again until it's a completely yeah, different. That's right. Different uh, guys steering the ship, you know. And mm-hmm. until that happens, I'm not going to be all in or back in, or at least not spending my money doing it. I may watch it at home. I may go out and rake leaves in the middle of the game, <laughs> whatever it may be you do in the fall, uh, and come back to it and you know, check scores. But yeah. the, the people, the diehards that uh, have checked out at this point, that are no longer doing it. I mean, a lot of them, you know, are, are the position of, okay, I, I'm willing to come back uh, in the right circumstances. And obviously that means ownership change. Yeah. So. Well, it's not like, I mean, the guardian in Cleveland. I mean, when I first heard the name guardian, you know what? They were playoff team. Yeah. Kind of moved on with it. Sure. A lot of people, we're not doing anything that's hadn't happened to others True. before. I think we do have more whiners than other fan bases because some of them have, Sucked and they don't, but like the Browns, but they don't give up. There's no empty seats. The continued support. Now I'm not blaming that on the fan base as much as the, it's it's a Snyder thing, because I really don't realize. I guess I'm was once upon a time so close to the program that man, people. This dude, if he got, if he was hitchhiking somewhere, he might not get picked up. <laughs> if he was also with Thunder, I mean, it's, 
<laughs> I didn't realize how bad it was. People are just right, right. Yeah, they hate this dude's guts. So it's time to move forward. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> you're right. Uh, and you know, again, we've seen the erosion of the home field for a while here. So yeah. you know that that would be exciting to see come back, even if it takes a little time, little by little. Maybe it's not all going to come back at once, but that would be. The most exciting part of it, because as you know, talking to players, I mean, when yeah. we did have good home fields this year, how excited and how noticeable it was and how obvious it was to them. Yeah, well, just to be able to get Sheehan off the golf course on Sundays and back at the stadium, you know, that would be um, that'd be great. You know, by the way, for a guy who says he's not that invested in it, yeah. he sure tweets a lot about it. Oh, what do you mean he's not <laughs> invested in it? I just noticed that the other yeah, day. He's I was a like, lunatic. I was like, why yeah. is he tweeting so much about something he doesn't care about? That's yeah, weird. He's in denial. He's in denial. You know, he, yeah. he can't. He was gotcha. uh, yeah. Mitchell in New Jersey. What's on your mind? Oh, yeah. Mitch, go ahead, buddy. Hey, Mitch. Pick up that phone, Mitch. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, <laughs> I. I how you guys doing? Uh, yeah, my wife was talking, you know. You gotta listen. <laughs> Amen. Hey, Doc. Um, it's been great. Um, the tournament's been pretty well. First of all, I hope they do draft a quarterback in the middle rounds. Um, Hooker might be a little high there, third round. But I'm thinking DTR or Tanner McKee, uh, the standard quarterback. He's like 6'5". Let him, let him rest there. And just in case, which I doubt it, but I think Sam Allen's going to be a good quarterback. And Jacob will probably... Um, going to another team next year. Everybody wants to start. I mean, is that everybody's goal? Sure. Um, tournament's been great. My Pac-12 has messed up, so UCLA is the last. And they gotta, hopefully they can make a run. But what do you think about Princeton? That, 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 that's, that was so, it's been so great to see the number ones. Too bad Houston didn't, didn't get knocked out. But I'm hoping Alabama and, and Houston get knocked out. And how far you think uh, Princeton and UCLA can um, go in this tournament? Princeton, I think, uh, could beat Creighton for sure. I don't, I don't think that would be shocking yeah, at all. Same level. And the next game could potentially be Alabama, or San, obviously or San Diego State. But if it's Alabama, if they beat Alabama, I'd be floored. I just, <laughs> just that would just floor me. I just, I, I couldn't see it. But again, crazier things have happened in this tournament, I suppose. Yeah, I don't think you'd be surprised by anything. I, I don't want to be stunned by anything me. anymore, but yeah, yeah, I think that would be incredible if they could do it, you know, if they could get past into the Final Four. But I would say Elite Eight would probably be where I'd see the, you know, clock strike at midnight, if you will, if you use the Cinderella analogy. Yeah, every every game, and that's the beauty about the competition. There are no flukes. You have to earn everything. And it's just really – And it's, again, just one great. game. Yeah, it's not game. a seven-game no, series. You know, it's what we talk about the NBA all the time. Yeah. Like when you play series, you really take away the element of the shocking upset, right? Because for one night, anybody can beat anybody. You know, if you, you like good, to think you good night shooting. Somebody has a bad night. Somebody's off. What have you? But man, when you're talking about a seven-game series, it kind of cuts down the odds of the upset. That's why the NBA playoffs sometimes are so boring until you get to the you know the conference finals. It's so predictable. There's nothing shocking that goes on. And that's why it's fascinating the league's talking about doing one of these NCAA-style midseason tournaments at some point because I think it would be, be bonkers to see something like that happen because you got to really be dialed in. you know, you got to be really dialed in to, uh, to play at this level consistently. Well, yeah, and you've seen it from, from the beginning of camp all the way through broadcasting games. Hey, man, it's, you've seen a guy get hot. 
But the perimeter shooting, that's the, the mind-boggling part for me. You know, I grew up in an era where everything was in the paint. And yeah. now everything's outside the arc. Yeah, I, you I see the range in some of these see guys. How these today. guys make these daggone shots, and it's really easy for some of them. I mean, it, I mean, it's just, it just the flow of the game. The guys, the step back three is really oh. something. I mean, I think in the past, if you had seen it when we were, you know, watching basketball as younger kids, we'd have been like, yeah. "What the hell is this guy doing? <laughs> what no, a you, stupid shot you, is that?" You might have taken him out of a game, right? Right? You yeah. bench somebody for a yeah. step back. What the three. hell are you doing, dude? <laughs> Yeah. And now it's just so common. You think this is a joke? Yeah, and again, guys in transition, <laughs> them. kicking it back out to a guy to hit a three, and just—I love watching it, though, man. When you see when somebody's hitting in a rhythm, and there's teams that are good at it, it's fun to watch. Of course, when there's teams that are bad at it, it's not fun to watch, and you're just like, oh, now it's you're beautiful. just trying to play basketball by you know painted by numbers, which you can't do. But yeah, but get people seeing people out on a fast break. I mean, watching just basket seeing basketball. Uh, played this way, certain things that you just don't see a lot, good outlet passes. I mean, guys getting yeah. up and down. It's been fun. It was, in terms, I've heard this over and over, and I said I'm not going to repeat it just because I've heard it. Okay. But I really did feel like some of the best basketball weekend or four days I've ever had. I think you had something that you could really point at each day that was incredible, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it To me, and, and yeah. again, we've been at these locations I think the weird part for me is because we've had some access in our past. Mm. Well, we've been there. We've hosted here. Sure. When we host the Big Ten tournaments and we've done things here, I just started thinking about been doing. I've done MEAC championships down in Richmond. I've been Norfolk. I've been all done all these things, and I kept going. I don't know if I've ever seen people shoot it as well as I saw these last four days. I mean, make shots. Making shots, long-distance shots, was the one thing that I came with. And the intensity and the way they trap. I mean, who did it? Well, Arkansas did it and and Georgetown. Now, who's not doing it? Right. you got to have some type of press, you know, in your your repertoire. How about Uh, Furman's press at the end of the game against UVA? Yeah. Wow. That was crazy. What a wild pass. And you start thinking about the people go, when you're a basketball savant, you're going, UVA's level of success is so high that, hey, if they get bought, well, I'll take it. Because they don't ever suck. They're yeah. always around it. Yeah, I mean, yes. again, they've had some, they had a championship year, first of all. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah, you got bounced in the first round now twice as a, as a big seed, but, you know, once the first team ever is a one seed. But, yeah, I mean, you would still take the successes they've had with Bennett and and, and look, it's fair to say the style they play keeps teams in games. I don't think that's an unfair thing to say because it's true. Right, right. There's no doubt because of that. There's going to be these these games that where you're like, okay, well they're not they're not putting anybody away, right? They're not they're not putting teams away, so it's it's going to be you know it can be a close game and a team that was disciplined like Furman, but it's, it took a fluky a flukish mistake from one of UVA's best players for Furman to win that game. Uh, but again, they were in position to steal it late, and they did. I mean, that was a by the way, big time shot. I mean, it's one thing you can say, oh, bad pass. The guy still has to make a three. And he's been terrible. He's <laughs> right. been terrible. It right. was his day. <laughs> right. He's still got to step into the three in the most clutch moment of his life and drills it. You see his postgame interview? That was awesome. He said, look, I hadn't been hit. I've been right. off. But I wanted that opportunity. And I knew I would nail it. And he nailed it. And I go, yeah. and people are saying about the young man at UVA, he said all this, I go, that's why you're a competitor. It's no a doubt. chance. Yeah, I felt bad. I mean, it was bad. 
right. Let, oh, the Georgetown stuff. Uh, we're getting multiple reports. It is now official, official. Uh, although, again, the t- well, school hasn't tweeted it out. I but, can tell you. Well, I'll tell you if it's official. All right, but and, it is uh, breaking news, yeah. according to CBS Sports uh, and others, that Ed Cooley has, in fact, accepted the job. Well, that's probably a good thing. His real estate agent probably be pissed off if he didn't. You ain't lying. 1.9. You do all that work. You put that house up. You get the good photos for Zillow. Yeah. And he's like, nah, I'm not going after all. Sorry. Can you take that down? So what's that house here? Take that house. Move oh, it man. Here? What's it, here? What's that's here? a 2.9, maybe. Yeah. Although, pro- I mean, there's some areas in Providence. No, Providence pretty, nice. Yeah, pretty pricey. But yeah. it ain't Georgetown. No, it's not Georgetown. Okay, Georgetown. Okay. Uh, but he's probably got a little bit more space, too, that house yeah, in Providence. That's true. That's true. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, get back to some of this uh, Ed Cooley stuff with the Hoyas, uh, and also with the uh, NFL at the top there, Tom Lavero joins us talking uh, about the commander sale, among other things here on Burning Gold Today, Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Burning Gold Today. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. We'll get to the the big move the Cowboys made over the weekend here in a few. Want to talk a little bit more, though. It looks like, uh, again, multiple reports that Ed Cooley is going to, in fact, take the Georgetown job. We talked to uh, Chris Naki about this earlier. And, again, very good head coach uh, at, at Providence. is in a conference he knows well. We'll have maybe some more means to do so at Georgetown. I, I think it's a really good hire. I mean, seven NCAA tournament appearances uh, since 2011. So yeah. seven, okay? Yeah. And we were just talking about the Georgetown issues. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you just wanted somebody different for the sake of being different. I, I think it's a strong hire. I think it's a strong hire for them. Yeah, I do too. You you um, you um want a guy who takes your job that comes in. He wants to be better than he was where he left. Yes. You're not coming for money. Well, money's always a fact. But you come in here hurt. because you want to win it. Mm-hmm. You, you do want to have a chance to win it. And I would never want to be at a place where – Someone said, no, I don't want to go because I don't think sure. I can win it there. No, I think you can. But you got some work to do. And there's some relationships, which for me is really strange. But then again, I guess I can understand that they got to do some healing, rebuilding relationships. Well, I think it's an exciting day for the Big East if uh, this comes through and obviously the St. John's thing comes through with Rick Pitino, because I think these are two teams that Mm. for so many years were so important to the conference, and then they haven't been. They've just kind of been off the radar. Good point. Um, And, you know, and St. John's has been spinning this cycle for a while. I mean, they did something similar to what Georgetown did, which was they hired Chris Mullen, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and it didn't work out. One of their all-time, you know, greatest players there. That was tough. And they had to fire him, much like Georgetown did with Patrick Ewing. Yeah, that's the the risk you take. Yeah, absolutely. It, Mm -hmm. It is. And... I remember I was saying to you earlier today, we were talking off the air, one of my one of the teams that I thought was really fun was the St. John's team uh, that uh, Steve Lavin coached to the tournament. I mean, they, Steve Lavin, in a very short period of time, did a, yeah, a good really good work at St. John's. He, unfortunately, was ill uh, with prostate cancer and ended up having to step down and decided not to coach anymore. But he he hit it. I mean, early on with them, he's to the a point where you're like, "Wow, man, this guy." Let's not act like you're surprised. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, he in three of his teams in that time, and this is you know coming off some bad St. John's years, mm-hmm. had some really good seasons. And again, he had a highest win total. They went to the NCAA tournament for the first time in like forever uh, when you know when he was there in 2002 and 
Uh, they did they did some good things, but then you know, as his health went down, you know, the, sort of the successes, and he eventually stepped down. But it gave you an idea of what that could be again uh, for them. I think it was uh, even as late as 2015 he had him back in the tournament. So anyway, well, there's pretty clear to know there are guys that can coach. Yeah, and then there are guys that can't. True, and it happens in all sports. That's true, in all sports. These imposters, they get in and um, they hang out until somebody exterminates them. Yeah, Patino can coach. I mean, that's oh, you, know, Ricky, you look at what he did with Iona. Yeah. I mean, watching that team the other day. Well, let's talk about his age. I don't know yeah. how. I never heard Bayheim's age being mentioned. Right. It's weird. So if he would have stayed in one place and still been coaching, nobody would have said anything. Right. Um, right. But, you know, now it's uh, it, it's interesting. That uh, it's going on. Yeah, your age always comes to. Fa- it just like when not, you're a free agent uh, yeah. coach, it's a problem. But when you're, uh, you know, but when you're, um, I'm glad you see you see it like I see. Yeah. Like, slim. But when you stay somewhere a long time, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Interesting. I just saw John Rostein tweet out that George Mason's Kim English is expected to be a candidate for the job at Providence. Fascinating. Mm. He's got a pretty good team coming back next year, I believe, too, to Mason. That's a big step up. That's a big step up. It's interesting. Well, I mean, you see these coaches, and you get a, you, you're around them, and you know you can tell who can coach and who can't coach and who has a feel for it. But it's not always easy to get hired. It's no different than any regular job. There are a lot of circumstances no that doubt. come in. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. And, you know, and then sometimes you see people's names thrown out early in job searches. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you also that's the way you kind of find out who some of these insider guys talk to <laughs> and, and who their friends are and whose agent they talk to. And, you know, some guys are just, you know, do it on behalf of maybe helping somebody get, get a little few dollars somewhere else, too. I don't know. But interesting nonetheless. We'll see uh, what the uh, Friars end up doing with, uh, again, Ed Cooley getting the Hoyas gig. But, again, I, to, to me, Georgetown was a no-brainer uh, of a hire, and I think it uh, will work out well for them. But, again, that's – you know, part of all this is, you know, seeing the guys once they get on campus and how it fits. But I, I think there's some exciting possibilities for sure for Georgetown with it all. Yeah, and also it's about who's going to now jump in that portal. Who right. wants to go there? Right, that wouldn't have normally touched them. Right, or do some of these guys that had got in the portal want to stay, or at least yeah. want to meet with him, or, yeah. and decide to stick it out? Yeah, that's what I think. Would uh, mm-hmm. the other thing I'd be curious about? What does he think about those players? Obviously, he's got a good feel for their personnel. He's got a coach against them in the conference, so he knows exactly what uh, what they've looked like on the court, sitting on the other bench too. Which is interesting. All right, we'll get to uh, a little bit more back in the NFL free agent world as the uh, Cowboys made a big splash yesterday in an area of need uh, as well. What that means, too, for um, what uh, could be next for one of the bigger names out of the market uh, when it comes to NFL free agency. And Tom LaFerro joins us at 2 o'clock. We'll talk about the commander's sales situation and how Michael Jordan may have a role in all this. We'll get to that coming Say up. Say what? Yeah, with the uh, Washington Times columnist at 2 o'clock here on Burgundy Gold today. Team 98 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Don't stop. All right, back here on Burgundy and Gold today. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. 
Brandon Cooks is going to join the Cowboys. Traded from the Texans to the Cowboys for a fifth-round pick and a uh, sixth-round pick in the 2024 draft. To me, a home run move by the Cowboys, Doc. I mean, a team that needed another receiver, was short at that position this year. Um, you know, had a lot of meetings with Odell Beckham Jr., but never actually signed him. I think at one point it felt like he was um, spending more time with the Cowboys than some of the Cowboys players were, uh, but never never got that deal done and uh, is obviously still a free agent looking for more than uh, $4 million a year, which apparently has been his best offer so far. But instead, the Cowboys pivot and grab Brandon Cooks, who has been well-traveled, but he's also been very productive uh, in most spots. Yeah, and you have to trust, um, again, I trust Jerry and Coach Flintstone. <laughs> and I just hope that they just Coach keep Flintstone. making moves because yeah. uh, no, they, they blew it last year. And you all, we all know mm-hmm. they let uh, Amani get a, Amari get away from there. Sure. And they got all the money in the world. And they made a bad move. To their credit, they corrected it. They yes. said, we blew it. And you move on. Don't ride that horse. When they got rid of Midri Bowles, I thought emotionally that's pulling that Band-Aid off. I did yeah. not think they would do it. I'll be fascinated to see if there's any kind of market for him. I just just don't see a lot left in him. Well, yeah, but, but if you, again, sure yardage goal line guy, what what um, P. Ryan brought to Cincinnati, mm-hmm. he could bring the same thing and probably be better. But will he want to play for that role? You he's know not even I mean? the choice. Yeah, because no, not, much money. Lost, not, not much money. They don't valet park his car anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I'm serious. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, it's cool riding up, but when you sure. have to come down that hill, <laughs> you got to understand that your key card no longer works. So if you can't be humble and accept it, then you got to get out of it. You got to get out of it. He's still a big enough name. If he would just lose 20 pounds, if he get in shape, who knows what is left? Yeah, I don't know. But he's fat. He got all the nose rings. And the whole the dude just does not seem like he's into football. And I would relieve him. And I, I think they did the right thing. I was shocked they did it. I was shocked they did it, too. Shocked they did it. Yeah, I'm shocked that Jerry uh, did it. But I could see him signing with Buffalo. That would be a decent fit for him. You know what? They have zero running game. Yeah, I mean, that, it's, it's not crazy just because of who their backs are. Or hearts. I like that, Eminem. It's good. He must be betting on it. I That's good. Him. If Mike gets involved, yeah. there's a bet on there's it. Somewhere an there's an angle, yeah, yeah. where he's putting money on it. Yeah. Brandon Cooks, though, you know, he was kind of the witness protection program the last few years with the uh, the Texans. Now, this year they cut his season short. You know, they didn't play him at the end of the year as they were trying to lose games. But two seasons ago, you know, he had 90 receptions and, you know, good luck naming their quarterbacks that year. Uh, had 81 the year before that. Um, he had some really good years in New England, a couple good years of the Rams. Uh, you know, obviously came up with the Saints was was excellent there. It was a good find for the Metal Oregon State. I always liked Brandon Cooks, but I'm always like, why is he never the guy? Right? Like, why is he always the guy that's being traded or moved on? You yeah, know? but discarded, if you will. You know, there's some good players that play with different teams every year. Yeah. You know, and I just got to think that you got a little mercenary in you, and what does it matter? Can you produce? Um, with Flintstone calling the plays now. <laughs> I mean, I well, do. they're going to run a lot. He said he's not going to throw as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I love how it happens when you tell everybody what you. Yeah. First thing you know, you got a guy that's in the wrong business. Yeah, when he's telegraphing what he's going to do, you know, I mean, it's like right, right. really, dude. Um, are we supposed to be dumb enough to think that that matters? 
We're going to watch what you do. But I, I'm so happy for my dear friend Clarence Goldsboro Jr. I sent him a little video this morning saying, hey, you pretty much are all got one foot in the Super Bowl now. And so uh, – <laughs> uh, Though, are you disappointed in part? Are you really disappointed that um, now this probably takes away any shot of Odell Beckham being a Cowboy? Yeah. Because yeah, he did yeah. seem like he would have been the oh, perfect he Cowboy. he would have been. <laughs> I tell you what, when I lose when I lose Midget Bulge yeah. and I would have been able to get the Poodle, yeah. it would have made me in heaven. <laughs> but now I'm, I'm – thank- it could l- – I could be out all the way. Yeah. I could be out all the way. They could. It, yeah. Yeah. They do the right thing. They're so good on defense. I just love seeing them screw the whole thing up. But if a real football – now, they're, they're, their organization, the way they draft, they're excellent. They acquire talent. And then they give it to Flintstone and they, they F it up. And I, I want that to continue. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. Let them keep continue to do what they're doing. Well, I, it's been interesting in the division beyond the commander stuff, right? Because everybody's done something. They go, oh, that's good. Like the Giants, I mean, have had some really, you know, including the trade, uh, you know, to get the tight end. I mean, it was a great trade. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. that was a you know, I didn't see that one coming, kind of move, mm-hmm. and that was a that was a really good one. I look at. Um, you know, Darren Waller in there. That's yeah, that a really good Giants. fit for a team that didn't have a lot of pass God. catchers like that a lot. Nice. Uh, the 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 uh, Eagles getting Penny was interesting too, even though they lost Sanders. Mm-hmm. They've had some misses. The Eagles have had some losses, as you would expect. They were going to mm-hmm. have some losses, mm-hmm. but they've also kept a lot of guys around. Darius Slay was let go just to be brought back for less money. I mean, that was smart. They kept Radbury in the in the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had some other, you know, they've had some other losses, but you know, overall, you know, they've they've held it together pretty well. Like I said, they just had so many free agents. You knew with the volume of them, you were not going to be able to to keep them all. But they're keeping Fletcher Cox. You know, they're keeping Kelsey at center. Some of the guys that have kind of been their core guys for a long time. But you know, well, you're going to take a hit. The better you are, you're going to take a hit. Yeah, it's just the way it goes. That's why you have to win while you're good. Because if you blow that and you don't get it done, you're out. Now you got to start all over again, and you know it just may not. And the Eagles have two first round draft picks. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> one of them is in front of this team. I mean, that's what's crazy. Yeah, the team that finishes in last doesn't even pick first in your division. Yeah, the Eagles do. Yeah, well, yeah. So it's um, it's amazing, man. It, but 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 it's real. And don't sleep on the Giants because they have that thing that we used to have. We know we kind of know what it means. It's called momentum, and you roll into an off season, and I guarantee you there will be more people actively involved in their off season workout plans than there was the prior year because they got a taste. They got a taste of it, and we got to match that. And you got to be better than everybody that's there. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, they have um, again. They overachieved this past season. Uh, you know, we'll find out if they can continue to take the right steps with Daniel Jones. Uh, they still need to get more people around him, I think. But they've they put themselves in an interesting spot. I mean, they're going to have a harder schedule, you know, as you expect. I mean, we went through this a few seasons ago too. Mm-hmm. Feeling good about your year, and then you play the first place schedule, and it, you know it doesn't feel as good. In their places, in their case, it's a second place schedule or third place, even though they're a playoff team, which is weird, right? So we'll see how all changes. But they've. They've definitely not not fallen flat on their face this offseason, that's for sure. 
I mean, so as good as you can feel about some of the things the commanders have done, we have to remind ourselves the other three teams actually made the playoffs. Including, oh, yeah. including yeah. the team that went to the Super Bowl in the NFC. Yeah, and who, just because just yeah. we beat Dallas doesn't mean you're better than Dallas. Right, you never beat the Giants. No. You went 0 for the Giants, yeah. split with the Eagles, yeah, you know, which well, was the that was the Super Bowl, was that, that Monday was, night game. Yeah, that was that was the killer. That was the killer. No doubt. Mm-hmm. All right, we got Tom Levero coming up on the other side. The uh, legendary. We'll talk a little yeah. bit with him about all these commanders happenings, the anticipation Oh, that some people just cannot wait for of the commander's sale. Uh, how does Tom see that moving along? And what does Michael Jordan have to do with any of this? We'll get to it all straight ahead here. Tommy. We're getting gold today. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.